Hey, don't forget today at high noon, we will be making our silly underdog picks. We will review last week's picks. We will make our picks this week. It's a new week. You, the listeners, get to make three selections. I wish we could make three. Maybe our chances would be better for a winner. Do you? I don't know. (laughs) I'm losing faith. I'm so losing faith. Hey, weekly winners every week to an upcoming sporting event or concert here in town. Go to thegamenashville.com or ESPN The Game Nashville mobile app and play with us. Silly Underdog Picks is sponsored by Volunteer Hose and Gasket. So keep that in mind coming up at noon today. Let's say hello and good morning to Jackie Redmond, who is a part of NHL Network. She does great work there. And, of course, you can watch Jackie today on NHL Now. I have downtime in between the show and the Predators game tonight. I check out NHL Now all the time. She'll be on there starting at 3 p.m. Central today. And uh, you can go to NHLnetwork.com for your local channel listings. Jackie, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Happy hockey season, you guys. And uh, your check's in the mail for everything you just said about how great our show is. All right. I hope it has a lot of zeros after that first number. Yeah, there's just no number before zero. It's all zeros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Zero <laughs> point zero, right? Well, there's, you put as yeah, many zeros yeah. as you want there. Well, Jackie, I'll tell you what. As we sit here in downtown Nashville, it certainly feels like the start of the hockey season. We've been averaging about 99 degrees every day. So it certainly feels like hockey weather outside. <laughs> Listen, as a Canadian, that sounds extremely foreign to me. <laughs> You're like, I don't understand. What do you mean 99 degrees? Yeah, I was like, I cannot compute this. <laughs> what what uh, could you compute last night with what you saw? Let's start in St. Louis. Let's start in the Predators division. The Blues, the defending Stanley Cup champs hosting the Washington Capitals. So the last two years, uh, winners faced off in St. Louis, and the Capitals came away with the overtime victory. What did you make of the game? Um, first of all, I couldn't believe when I read yesterday that that hasn't happened back-to-back um, defending champions opening a season against each other. hasn't happened in over 50 years. Wow. Like, what? We should be doing this every year. I think it's a great idea. So I was super pumped uh, for that game and to kind of see the St. Louis Blues open their season um, in front of their fans who I got to experience firsthand last year and how crazy um, and enthusiastic their fan base is. But it was it was a great game. Alex Ovechkin, of course, in midseason form already. So it was, it was a super fun game to watch. Um, I think it was probably next to the Sharks and the Golden Knights, the, the second game last night that I was most excited to watch. And it, it lived up to the hype, that's for sure. You know, Washington went through this last year, Jackie. Of course, it's tough. We know how tough it is already. But when you're the, you know, when you have the bullseye and you make that long run and play hockey all the way to mid-June, it's tough the next year. And that Capitals team was just as loaded again last year. And we know how that all played out. It's hard to repeat. It's hard to follow up that body of work. And that's what we're trying to figure out. Of course, a lot of hoping that St. Louis has that lag as well, but just talk about what you think the Blues obviously made that trade for Falk uh, right before Carolina and Nashville played a preseason game here. What do you think? How do you think the Blues uh, this season is going to play out for them? I still think uh, the Blues are a really solid team. I think last year, you know, we get so caught up in that they were in last place in January, and we we kind of failed to mention that they that they certainly. Um, 
were way below expectations the first three, four months of last year. It just took them a long time to sort of live up to the bar that was set um, before the season started last year. So I, I do think the St. Louis Blues are legit. I think that they're a good team. My concern is the way that they play. They're such a physical team, and that wears the opponent down. We saw it work uh, wonders in the postseason last year. It's part of the reason that they were the eventual Stanley Cup champions. But over the course of an entire season after playing for so long last year and then, you know, rightfully so, celebrating for two months over the summer, I just wonder if they can keep up that pace of play for the entire season and then compete for another Stanley Cup uh, in the playoffs should they make it. And I do think they will make the playoffs. You know, everybody is identifying the Atlantic division as kind of murder's row, especially very, very top-heavy with those big three. Uh, we also believe here in Nashville that the Central is another division that is loaded and, and has had a lot of success over the last, like, five years and, and very, very competitive. When you look around the Central right now, what do you see? You know, I want to talk Preds, so let's let's talk about the Predators because the Predators, I think, have had high expectations for years. And this year I feel like, and maybe it's just me, you guys can let me know sort of what the what the tone is like where you're at. But from where I'm sitting, which is in New Jersey, in a makeup room right now, I feel like people, (laughs) just just shooting it straight, boys, Um, I feel like people aren't really talking about the Predators to the level that I'm used to seeing before the start of a season. And I think that might bode well for the Preds to kind of go into a season where people expect them to be good, but people aren't necessarily talking about the Predators as a Stanley Cup contender. And I think maybe that's actually a good thing for Nashville. It's like you've been listening to the show, Jackie. Yeah, I've been saying that. On that vibe. I've <laughs> been saying that. We've been talking about on the show for, for weeks that, look, like you said, you, you laid it out perfectly. Are they good? Absolutely. Are pe- people picking them to possibly win the division three straight years? Yes. Are they a playoff team, people picking that? Yes. But you're right. The last two years, it's felt like – Stanley Cup or bust, which is so incredibly difficult to live up to those expectations. And now that you don't have that same vibe, we've been saying it's probably going to play play out well. And we use the Capitals as the example, right? It just once they and they got they made some roster moves, and then nobody was really talking about the Capitals two years ago when they decided to finally break through and win it all. Yeah, it's it's, it's actually the perfect example because. When everyone finally gave up on the Capitals is when they when they figured it out and made it happen. So I, I'm excited to see what the Predators do. I'm excited to see Matthew Shane uh, play his first regular season game as a member of the Predators. We can all now this year, you know, it's the first year in a long time. We're not going to talk about, hey, Matthew Shane, could he go to the Predators? That's not going to be a story this year. What are you guys going to talk about? <laughs> exactly. We'll find something else. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Redmond is with us from the NHL Network. Jackie, uh, before we go further, I do want—I don't know who is on the show with you today. I know eventually we'll, Stu Grimson will make his rotation up there. I'm wondering if the staff, including yourself, has ordered the Stu Grimson book yet because I, I know that we got to get the book sales going. Yeah, of course, of course. We're supporting <laughs> uh, the Grim Re- Reaper big time. He's actually—I I can't recall if it's today or tomorrow. I think it's today. We're actually going to sit down and talk to him about what people can expect from his book. So for all the Grim Reaper fans out there that are anticipating uh, the contents of this novel, 
Uh, he's going to talk about that on NHL Now this week. So um, I'm excited to read it. He was still writing it or put the finishing touches on it um, during the Cup Final last year. So I've seen, you know, firsthand how hard he's worked on this book. And I know I'm biased, but, you know, he's one of the greatest dudes I've had the privilege of working with. And I think it's going to be a really, really interesting um, and well-written collection of stories from from his experience in the National Hockey League. But he was legit, you know, going to his hotel room, writing, you know, putting editing chapters in the midst of, of a crazy cup final. So he's, he's put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into the book. Well, we agree with everything you said about him. He does a fantastic job for you guys. We're, we're excited for him. So, Jackie, let's let's talk about the team that sort of is getting a lot of the a lot of the attention because of what they have done. Actually, a couple teams I want to ask you about, but let's start with Colorado because that seems to be the team that is the the team that everybody seems to be jumping on in terms of the team that they think is going to make a leap just because of how well they played in the playoffs last year. Yeah, the hype train is real for the Avs, hey? Um, (laughs) For a long time, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to wait for Miko, like, if he doesn't start the season. But now, of course, that's taken care of, so that's a mute point. But um, I think think the hype is deserved. I think they've earned that. They're a very exciting team to watch. But I do think that they're young, so I think they're going to have a fantastic season. But I think, you know, expectations and pressure and – um, you know, predictions are a funny thing, and I think they affect different people different ways. I mean, we just talked about it with the Predators, right, going into a season where people maybe aren't calling them a cup contender. It'll be interesting to see how the Avs, who have a lot of young talent on that roster, handle sort of the pressure of being called a cup contender because there are people out there that are saying the Colorado Avalanche could win the cup this year. That's a lot to live up to, you know, for a Kale McCarr, who obviously came into the league late last year and, and made an incredible first impression. But I just think pressure is a funny thing, and, and I'll be curious to see how the Avs handle that when they hit, you know, a rough patch of the season, as every team does over the course of the year. We were looking at a poll in The Athletic, not that they're the only one that's out there. I'm sure you could go to num- <laughs> numerous websites. But the consensus was that the, the favorite in the West is Vegas. And you were mentioning how excited you were to watch that game. That, that rivalry is really growing about as fast a rate as you can possibly grow, Vegas against San Jose. But Vegas certainly looked sharp last night to start it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they, you know, they deserve the, the credit and the hype that they're getting as well. I will say, and I love Marc-Andre Fleury. He's one of my favorite people. He's a fantastic goaltender. But again, we're going into a season where his workload looks like it's going to be pretty heavy. And I think if you look at the Blues and the Caps, our last two Stanley Cup champions, you know, their goaltenders haven't had to play 65 games in the regular season before going into the postseason. And for Marc-Andre Fleury, who's certainly capable of that workload, I just wonder if that could affect them uh, come playoff time. They're definitely a playoff team. They, they look like they're going to be the best team in the West. But I, we had this conversation on NHL Now yesterday, and I think, yes, Vegas could be the, the team that comes out of the West. But I still think, I think the West is up for grabs. I think there's a lot of teams that could take, take a big step forward this year. So it'll be interesting to see. But for Vegas, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little concerned about Flurry's workload. Just a little. And uh, Cody Glass scores in his NHL debut, the first first pick of the Golden Knights. 
gets his first goal last night. We're talking to Jackie Redmond from the NHL Network, and I want to stick with that game for a second because uh, it came out that Eric Carlson was a late scratch for the San Jose Sharks for a, what they're calling a personal matter. Coach Peter DeBoer didn't say that he'd be ready to go for for the home opener or or any of that or when the team plays again on uh, on Friday. What do you make of that situation? Because they paid Carlson a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll start by saying I hope whatever is going on with him, I hope that everything's okay. I hope his family's okay, and that and that it's nothing, um, you know, too serious. Um, but I think you know the Sharks are, are a team that I think is vulnerable, really vulnerable going into this year. You know, they lost some some key players to their lineup. Um, Eric Carlson, as you just mentioned, you know, they paid him a lot of money to be there, and they need him for a full season to compete. He's a big part of their lineup, so. If he's out for an extended period of time, that just increases my concern for the Sharks because I'm kind of heading into the season already kind of weary of, of what I'm expecting from them, which is crazy to say when you look at how deep they went into the postseason last year. But that's just how I feel about them. There's just something about the Sharks that I can't fully buy into. When you look at the East, because obviously we pay attention to the West here in Nashville, but with the Eastern Conference, is this Tampa's to lose, or do you think Toronto, another team, are they going to have something to say about that? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I still think Tampa is the best team in the East, um, but I, I don't know how they're going to respond to what happened last year. It's, what they did last year was so ridiculous that I just don't, I don't know if they're going to be that dominant again and when the playoffs come I don't know I don't think anyone's really going to fully believe in the Tampa Bay Lightning until until they go all the way and actually do it and the Boston Bruins are certainly still a very good team but they went all the way to June last year they got as close as you can possibly get to winning a Stanley Cup without winning it and their core is aging so I'm I'm thinking the Boston Bruins might actually take a step back and the Washington Capitals could be a team that contends for the Cup this year. I like the Caps. I think they yeah. could be a team that, that represents the East in the Cup final, and maybe they win two Cups in three years. Well, and they battled last night to get the win in overtime, so that, that, uh, that's a very good, good pick. So who knows how that, go, uh, that will turn out. But I do want to ask you, too, about Dustin Bufflin and the situation in Winnipeg. Uh, you know, they were able to get those guys re-signed that were restricted free agents, so now they're with the team, but Buff – remains out um, considering what we're, you know, considering retirement or who knows what's going on. But uh, what are your thoughts on Dustin Bufflin? Well, I think you just, you know, said the perfect phrase that applies to the Winnipeg Jets this year. What the heck is going on? Like I, what happened to the Winnipeg Jets? I mean, they, their blue line has been pretty much completely demolished. And with big buff, you know, out possibly contemplating retirement, that's a huge blow to a Jets team that even with him in the lineup, I was already saying could be a bubble team this year, which is crazy to think because they just went to the conference final two years ago. So I, I honestly don't have a whole lot of faith in the Jets this year, even with Bufflin in their lineup, should he come back. But with him out, I kind of honestly think the Winnipeg Jets are not a playoff team. Like I, If we're talking bubble, I think they're on the outside looking in. Oh, we will have you on more then, Jackie, after that <laughs> prediction. Well, I mean, In fact, guys, uh, we'll go on and schedule our next interview. You, we can make I you mean, a weekly. 
I mean, you look at their blue line, right? And it's like, I don't want to take anything away from what the Jets have done the last couple of years because two years ago they were a Stanley Cup. Actually, heading into last year, people were like, this team could win a Stanley Cup. Sure. But that window for them has closed, in my opinion, so quickly that I don't even, to go back to the beginning of our conversation, I don't know how to compute it. I don't understand how it happened so quickly, but their blue line is made up of mostly guys where – They've got to have career years and everything has to go right for them to sort of compete in their division. Um, and on top of that, you know, Connor Hellebuck, who two years ago looked out of this world, you know, came back down to earth last year. Who's he going to be this year? I'm not sure. Probably somewhere in the middle. But with what's happened to their blue line, they need Connor Hellebuck to be the Hellebuck that he was two years ago. So I I don't know. I just I have a hard time thinking that the Jets are going to make the playoffs this year. And on yesterday's show, we were talking about, you know, playoff teams from last year that we don't think are going to make it and teams from last year that missed that we think are going to make it. And for me, the Jets are that team in the West that made it last year to the postseason. And and I just don't think they're going to make it this year. And we think alike on a lot of stuff. Jackie, (laughs) thank you so much. For the visit, uh, we look forward to it. We'll talk to you throughout the course of the season, and, of course, we'll be watching today starting at 3 p.m. Central. Thanks for doing this. Always a good time, guys. Happy opening night for you guys. Yes, thank Thanks. you very much. That is Jackie Redman, NHL Network, and NHL Now will be on today at 3 p.m. Central. Hope a lot of you check it out. You can visit NHLNetwork.com for your local channel listings. We will come back. With more here live from Pete and Terry's Tavern, Predators and Wild tonight. Puck drop at 7 o'clock, pregame at 6. Everything heard right here on ESPN 1025, the game.